0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, August 17th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday.
0: Here's the latest. Well, as expected, Liz Cheney lost her primary in Deep Red, Wyoming, in a landslide yesterday. But we may not see the last of her. Speaking on NBC this morning, she was asked if she'll run for president in 2024. But it is something that uh, I'm thinking about, and I'll make a decision uh, in the coming months. Cheney's anti-Trump stance and role as vice chair of the January 6th committee turned pro-Trump voters against her. But in her concession speech last night, she said, quote, Now the real work begins.
1: Four Seasons Total Landscaping Celebrity and Donald Trump's former lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, is set to appear in court today. He'll be testifying in front of a grand jury in Atlanta that's investigating attempts by Trump and others to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. Earlier this week, Giuliani learned he's not just a witness in Fulton County Prosecutor Fonnie Willis' case, he's a target of the investigation. The high-stakes Q&A session is happening behind closed doors. Insider has learned that six more members of
0: Congress from both parties have violated the Stock Act, a law designed to prevent insider trading. Insider's Dave Leventhal says 70 lawmakers have now failed to properly disclose their trades. If there's one thing that unites Democrats and Republicans on Capitol Hill, it's their almost comedic inability to follow this law that they passed for themselves in a bipartisan fashion a decade ago. You may be wondering whether anything will come of these violations. Well, the answer is probably not much. Congress itself is the primary judge and jury of whether a lawmaker should be punished for violating the Stock Act. And so far from what we've seen, a small fine is the most that any Stock Act scoff law has had to pay.
1: Cuba is making a major change. For the first time in 60 years, the country is open to foreign investment in Cuban wholesale and retail. It's an effort to try and help with Cuba's economic crisis and shortage of goods. Some experts are skeptical this can make enough of a difference, though, for Cubans struggling to get by. Things are getting
0: worse for the water supply in the Southwest. A massive drought is drying up the Colorado River and the nation's biggest reservoirs, Lake Mead and Lake Powell. That's where more than 40 million people across seven states and parts of Mexico get their water. But now the extreme shortage means mandatory water cuts for Arizona, Nevada, and parts of Mexico as well. And experts warn it may still not be enough to save the river in this historic drought.
1: Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try.
0: Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest.
1: Coming up, Marilyn Manson is suing Evan Rachel Wood for defamation, and the response to the case is already showing similarities to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's very public and nasty trial. White teachers in Minnesota would be let go before their co-workers of color. That's according to a new agreement between the Minneapolis Teachers Union and its school board. Starting next spring, if any layoffs have to happen, teachers of color would be kept over more senior white colleagues. Why? Well, at the moment, the percentage of non-white teachers is much smaller than that of the student body. But conservatives are already denouncing the contract as unconstitutional.
0: The feds have charged members of two of New York's oldest mafia families with racketeering and other illegal money-making schemes. Members of the Genovese and Bonanno clans are accused of running underground gambling clubs from normal-looking businesses like cafes and shoe repair stores. One coffee shop in Long Island, for example, typically brought in more than $10,000 per week. And a New York detective in their pocket was also charged for allegedly conducting police raids on rival gambling
1: clubs. A baby's blood sample has been used to link its father to a sexual assault in New Jersey. The blood was taken to screen for medical issues when the child was born in 2012, and it was kept in the lab. Now, that's common across the U.S., but here's where it gets complicated. Cops recently used that blood sample to charge the dad with the alleged crime from the 90s. Now, the state's health department is being sued over privacy concerns.
0: This won't be a surprise to our executive producer, Carrie, who hails from Maine, but the rest of us were amazed to see what a father and son pulled out of their lobster trap. A bright blue lobster. Red lobster, eat your heart out. You should really Google blue lobster, though, seriously, to see a picture of this beautiful creature. The New England Aquarium says blue lobsters are about a one in two million occurrence. The father and son plan to keep their catch in a tank at Becky's Diner, their family's
1: popular spot on Portland's waterfront. You might want to fight for your right to party, but at least if it involves an Airbnb, you're more likely to lose the battle. A new set of built-in tools are designed to make it harder for people to book rentals specifically for parties. The types of bookings Airbnb says will get flagged? Well, the ones where the renter lives nearby, books only for one night or two tops, and only on the weekend. Airbnb permanently banned parties at all rentals in June. Johnny Depp's defamation trial against Amber Heard took the culture and the internet by storm, with Depp fans glorifying him and flooding social media to discredit Heard. Well, Insider's digital culture editor, Serena Bergman, is seeing similar patterns in a new case, with Marilyn Manson suing his ex, Evan Rachel Wood, for defamation.
2: Evan Rachel Wood and Marilyn Manson were in a relationship from around 2007 to 2010. After they split up in around 2016, Wood started publicly talking about being raped by an ex-partner. She gave testimony in Congress about her sexual assault. My experience with domestic violence was this, toxic mental, physical and sexual abuse which started slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, Waking up to the man that claimed to love me, raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. But she never actually named her perpetrator. That's Mm. until February of last year, when she posted an Instagram statement that was pretty explosive, alleging that all of this abuse was perpetrated by Marilyn Manson. Um, she also accused him of grooming. She was 18 and he was 36 when they met, and then it all came to a head earlier this year when HBO released a documentary that featured her talking in more detail about the allegations against him. In March of this year, Marilyn Manson, after denying all of these accusations various times, filed this lawsuit where he's alleging various different things, including defamation, which is essentially similar sort of case to what was brought by Johnny Depp against Amber Heard.
1: So a quick recap for listeners, during the H.E.R.D. and Depp trial, the commentary online against H.E.R.D. was just louder and extremely vicious. What are you seeing on social media that makes you think Evan Rachel Wood will be treated the same way that Heard was?
2: So the main one is TikTok. So if you look at the main hashtags that are being used, you can see a huge disparity between the number of views that anti-Manson are getting versus anti-Evan Rachel Wood. So, for example, the most shocking to me was Justice for Marilyn Manson has 1.3 million views, while Justice for Evan Rachel Wood has fewer than 7,000. That's obviously a huge discrepancy. And then YouTube is seeing a similar pattern, so I would say that YouTube creators played a huge role in shaping the narrative against Amber Heard. And a lot of those creators who are making those videos have more recently pivoted after the Johnny, Johnny Depp trial finished. Him. It's the
1: same thing with Evan Rachel Wood,
2: except you could argue that Evan Rachel Wood has gone to much more extensive lengths to destroy Marilyn Manson than Amber Heard ever did. But it's to show the world how much of an incredibly toxic, vicious, and unreliable person Evan Rachel Wood really is.
0: But I believe Evan has some serious underlying undiagnosed issues.
2: And a small note that I will add that I found interesting is that there's a few different Change.org petitions that have also popped up basically arguing that Evan Rachel Wood should be silenced, should be cancelled, dropped from projects, deleted from social media, which is something very similar to what we saw with Amber Heard as well.
1: So Manson, you know, based on your reporting, seems to be hoping that he will get the same treatment as Depp, at least in the court of public opinion. Do you think this will work in his favor?
2: I don't think that it will work against him, but I will say that there are a lot of differences in the cases as well. I think while Depp was pretty beloved as a person... um, Marilyn Manson, as anyone who's ever watched one of his music videos will know, has very much leaned in to that kind of edgy persona um, and kind of uh, glorifying violence. And he will obviously argue that was just a persona, it's a performance, it's not who he is in reality. However, I think that people will perhaps be swayed by that a little bit more. And I also think that there's a point to note in terms of what their defense or what their arguments will be. So Johnny Depp argued that it was Amber Heard who was the abuser in the relationship, right? But Marilyn Manson is going down a different route and he seems to be getting ready to argue that all of this was consensual and looking for supporters more within the BDSM community, which is an area that's arguably a lot less well understood and well supported in the mainstream.
1: There is ongoing conflict between the growing push to believe women who make accusations and then the online urge to vilify them. And many people have argued and you write that the H.E.R.D. trial was toxic and damaging to people who speak out about abuse experience at the hands of powerful men. What do you make of all of this?
2: pendulum swing in social justice movements. Um, There's always kind of a backlash to what came before in many ways. And I think this kind of idea that it's actually more progressive to not support a woman. For example, in the Johnny Depp case, because we're supporting male victims, or in the Marilyn Manson case, because we're supporting BDSM communities. It allows people who are of a progressive frame of mind to get behind something that feels like it's misogynistic without them having to let go of their prior views. This case
1: will put the online moral fabric to the test once again. (laughs) Certainly. Serena Bergman is the digital culture editor at Insider. Thank you so much for talking, Serena. Thank you for having me.
0: Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover
1: the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra.
2: And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.